You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. Okay, it's the next episode of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys and a special one uh, because I don't, I do not need to introduce this man. Hunter Pence is with us and we're going to dive into so many things, but the first thing I got to do, Hunter, is share with everyone a little story. We were about to start recording this, and you stopped and said, I'm in a blue shirt. This is not okay. I need to change my shirt. Everybody needs to know this about you, Hunter. I mean, it was navy blue, but, uh, yeah, I got to, I gotta, you know, I don't want to be doing an interview and in, in an interview close to blue, especially uh, this time of year we got trade deadline. Uh, I'm excited to talk this uh, because I have passionate thoughts about what we should be doing this trade deadline. Well, I mean, let's dive right into that then. What 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 are your passionate thoughts about what the Giants should be doing at this deadline? Well, first, I want to hear what do you think? What do you think the okay. Giants should be doing at this deadline? I am not big on any ideas of what we would call traditional selling. That I, I'm out on that. This team, by the time the deadline hits, like as we're doing this, they're 51 and 51. Um, even the metrics will tell you that they've got, you know, better than a 20% chance to make the playoffs. I, I, therefore, I don't think you go through what is traditional buying either. I don't want them to give the farm away by any stretch. There's some organizational structure I'd like them to keep. Um, if they were to trade any of their current players, they better be getting something back that helps them right away. I, I am not ready to fully, as some teams would put it, punt on this season. That's where I'm at. How about you? Okay, so, you're, so you're you're the. This is what I hear from most everyone. I think we should buy and sell. I think we should be like half in, half out. Is that what you're saying? Like, no, you know, we're no, not going to keep saying, control of Rodon, kind of thing. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying buy and sell. I'm saying if Farhan feels there's a deal that makes them better now, then yeah, open but, to it. So, but I'm so, not not so waiting is, for players that are coming three years from now. I'm not this, into that. This is the hammer right now. You have Rodon. He's he's opting out. Like, that's just business. That's what he's yep. doing. So you either – like, if you, you – you can't buy, sell. You, like – like, to me, 
because it, like you have to trade Rodon if you're not in on this year. But when you trade Rodon, it's a ripple effect and a message. No matter what you get back, if it helps for now, you're not going to win a World Series. We're the San Francisco Giants. We are a incredible organization. We have a powerful fan base, and we have a Carlos Rodon and a Logan Webb who you can step into the playoffs and be like, this is our number one, this is our number two, come and get some. Come and get some. You trade Rodon, you lose that. I don't care who you get. Do not do, do this buy-sell thing. I am so passionate about this. And by the way, we're three games out, whatever the case may be, four, whatever. You don't get opportunities to make postseason runs, have number ones and number twos like that very often. This is like and, – and the Giants can win every year. We have the backing to do that. So to me, you – Add to this team. We're losing one run games. We're playing a little bit of poor defense. These are things that are fixable. So what you got to do, and I'm just going off. I'm not even letting you talk right now. You Go say, like, look what the Braves did last year. And I know it, it, this just happened last year where they lost Ronald Acuna Jr. They're arguably, you know, Freddie Freeman. Uh, yeah, but their most talented player. And you're like, oh, they're done. They're not having a good first half. They went and traded for four players. And you don't sell the farm for a Juan Soto. I am with you on that. But what you do is you find a way to find some bullpen arms to bolster this bullpen, especially a left-handed. We need a left-hander that comes in that's a veteran that can also breed more confidence into the other young bullpen arms that's like, I got lefties out. Go get a lefty. And you might have to give away one prospect that's going to be an average major leaguer, good or maybe plus major leaguer, you don't give away your blue, blue, blue chip, you know, uh, Lucio. Um, Luciano. Yeah, Luciano. Yeah, you don't give him away for because that's going to be like if you're doing the Juan Soto thing. You get a reliever. You might have to give a little bit of farm up, but we can pick that up in free agency. You go and get, you know, one more bat outfield defense. We saw up the, the left field defense. Uh, we have a lot of good DHs. Like, Ruff is about to go off. Ruff is hot. Flores is hot. We're getting, you know, like, we, we're losing one-run games. You can make that up. And guess what? These players aren't robots. They're not just going to be their stats. You ripple and inspire all of them when you buy and have faith and are like, guess what? We're coming to win this year because an opportunity to get to the playoffs with a Rodon and a Logan Webb and the bullpen that we have. Brevi is having a crazy year. Add one or two little arms, one good defender. Go get a Joey Gallo who's going to really fit in over here that you don't have to give away the farm for. He can do a lot of things. He's going to play crazy defense. He has one of the strongest arms and help the pitching staff and send a message to these players, to the city, hey, we're coming to burn it down because that's what we do, and we have the team to do it. Okay. Just when everyone's selling. So anyway, I love like this. I love this, and I got a bunch of questions about it because one of the things I, I really wanted to know from you, because I don't think fans get this, and they don't ever get a chance to understand this, but the effect of what a team does at the deadline on the clubhouse, good or bad, that ripple effect that you just mentioned a couple of times, how does that go? Like tomorrow afternoon, pregame, Giants, Dodgers getting ready. They will know. Those players will know. What did the team do? What happens next? How does that resonate for everybody? It's huge. Like when you add someone that's going to like bolster the team and like especially if you get kind of, you, you know, like you just it, it's really telling the team we believe in you and we believe we can do this this year. And just that message alone lifts you up. 
when you trade Carlos Rodon, you're gonna you're gonna gas them. Yeah, they're professionals and they're gonna come, but we get inspired too. We get built up. Like if you get more confidence when you bring in more more professionals and you bring in you know more good people around you, it just lifts everyone up. And it and it and, and that message in and alone that we are here to win. We believe in you can win, and we're adding to this. Let's go get it. It fires you up, and it's a tough – baseball beats you up and beats you up and beats you up. And these Giants are really mentally tough because they, they've they hit huge lows where, like, they're not winning, not winning. They're having to, like, take that, and then they rally back. You're going to need a Crawford back healthy too, which changes everything. But then they rally back, go on these rinse streaks, and then obviously the all-star break, they hit that, like, horrible road trip. They just answered it with a great series against the Cubs, who, by the way, were pitching the best in all of baseball. They were not a weak team, especially because they team yet – like, they were hot, and, like, this team is mentally tough, and that's what it takes. Like, they're tried and true, and they are they have great leadership in that clubhouse, and they have great coaching staff that's doing a lot of stuff. Like, send them a message that we believe we can make this happen. We can make up this ground. I know we can. I know we can. Do not do the buy-sell thing. I am not saying. If you trade Rodon, trade everyone, and we're, we're, we're going to have to do some big deals in the offseason, but – that ain't it to me. You don't get opportunities to make the playoffs all that often, and especially with a Rodon and a Logan Webb, and we don't know what Rodon's going to cost next year. You have a great opportunity this year, if you ask me. Okay, this is uh, – I, I love this because you're you're very clear with your thoughts on Rodon. Uh, this has been sprinkled out there by some pretty high-level MLB reporters today that if the Giants were to listen on Rodon, what if the idea was – they got a big prospect haul in Rodon that they then did use for a Soto or someone who is really like a landmark acquisition to help them now. You still don't like that either. No, I don't like that. And and I love Juan Soto. He's a great player, but I don't think that Juan Soto is uh, like, he's going to be great. And he's going to, but like one big position player doesn't win you championships. Uh, bottom line, bullpen and starting pitching wins you championships and you can get average big leaguers that are position players that play good defense, like pitching and defense is championships going and spending, you know, look at, look at Mike Trout, you, you know, uh, look at uh, Anthony Rendon, Otani. It's like the team, their ERAs, look at how they're pitching, go get the bullpen, play defense and you will be fine. And your hitters are going to, we have hitters that are very solid that aren't huge names that, are in an OPS category that will score you runs. The name of the game, 100 million percent, it's the offensive lineman of of baseball, is your bullpen. And we have the number one and number two. Rodon, to me, is everything. And, and obviously we got Logan Webb. You never get rid of him. And you never get rid of Doval because once he figures out the sinker and the command, this is a dude that's like a dude. And um, so to me – I think you got to get – I would love to get two bullpen arms, and I'm okay getting rid of a pretty decent prospect to get that. And a solid, like I think you can get a Joey Gallo. I think you can find, you know, like the Eddie Rosarios or whatever. Maybe even go and get like a couple of these guys from the Cubs. Like a catcher would be great, but I believe in Joey Bart. I think that defensively he's insane. I think that I like his mental makeup. Um, you know, I think he's, we just got to have a little more confidence in his hitting. I think he's going to figure it out. Uh, but obviously if you can get a Contreras, that's going to be freaking crazy for us. Uh, but like what, you know, they had a couple outfielders. I think there were, there's a, there's some sneaky outfielders out there that you can get that are going to help. eBay motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love. 
you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You know what's interesting, though, that this is coming from you, who once upon a time was a major offensive, middle-of-the-order, deadline acquisition that led to great things. And, and, and like what you're saying seems to be that, like, acquisitions like that are, are not necessarily the key ones. Listen, I was not the best outfielder ever. I was a good, I was a good like upper tier. I was never Juan Soto. I wasn't Miguel Cabrera, you know, or, or you know, whoever the, the best, in the, the Mike Trout. Um, we didn't win those championships on one great position player. We were all like, we had Angel Pagan who played the hell out of defense. Gregor Blanco played the hell out of defense. Crawford played the hell out of defense. He wasn't that offensive. Like at the time, like Pablo could hit decent, uh, you know, pretty above average. We were, we were like above average offense. Pablo played, had crazy good hands. It was our bullpen and our starting pitching. We freaking came at you. You had to grind. You didn't get any free hits. We didn't, we were, we made the play and you had it was tough to hit them. You weren't just taking them deep. Like you knew when you came in to play the Giants. Like oh man, I'm facing Lincecum, Kane, Bumgarner, you know who Vogel song who was insane for us for a long window of time. And then oh by the way, if we're in like a one run game, we don't strike out, and you're gonna come and see you know Sergio Romo, uh, you know Casilla, Affel, and um, I'm forgetting the other fourth one. Oh, Bobby, 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 yes. I don't know why I'm forgetting yeah. Bobby. But even, yeah. you know, Brian Wilson was there, and, like, yep. there was another couple, one or two, that would step up. And, you know, you smile Petit. 2014, we don't win the World Series without Petit. That dude is a beast. Um, so, moral of the story, and Ryan Terrio said this to me in 2012. He's like, we're we're, we're World Series, probably going to win the World Series. It has nothing to do with us. It's like these guys, and it's all those arms, man. They oh. just – they had they, they had historic numbers in the playoffs. Like I sing it to, to, to off the mountaintops, like bullpen. Yep, yep, absolutely. I mean, I I also wonder based on what you're saying because I think a lot of what Giants fans want to see right now is driven by this idea that they want a star. They want someone on offense who is a stop what you're doing guy. You brought up what my answer always is: is look at the Angels. They've got that all over the place, and they're terrible. But so I want you to weigh in on this. Is a star necessary? 
Guess who becomes a star? When you win, everyone becomes a star. They want to win. We're not, you know, winning or playing good defense. We're like, we need a star. We need a reason. You, you do need a reason to come to the game. Like, obviously, Logan Webb is a star. Rodon is a star. The position player, Jock, is looking like a star. You, Yaz is a star. You have exciting you know, yeah, Crawford is a star. You, you know, are they like the big eccentric personalities? Jock is the eccentric personality. He's hurt right now. But when you're winning, everyone becomes a star. We want to win. And I'm telling you how to win is keep Rodon, keep Webb, play defense. That has to get tightened up. Like, if they don't do that, that – but I, I know who these players are. Like, get, get Longoria back. Longoria is exceptional when he's healthy. He's killing it, and he's a leader, and he's a grinder, uh, and he's clutch. And just gra- – like I said, I've, I'm saying the same thing over and over again. Their stars pop out when you win, and they're right there. And that's mm-hmm. where just a little push, a little faith when it seems tough lifts everyone up, and we're losing a lot of one-run ball games. Well, I mean, it, it, it lands uh, big time from from a guy like you who, who once upon a time had – uh, you know that 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 inspirational type speech and, and and firing up a locker room. So I think this is this is really interesting. You called the the poor defense fixable. How is it fixable? Hey, you got to get athlete like you, you, you. Unfortunately, and like I love these guys, but like you can't have like rough and and you're mean like playing left field that often. Like that, like, and, and if they're, they're there, you got to have Slater and Yaz and, you know, Lamont Wade, you got to have these dudes that can move or pick up. Like I said, like I'm big on Joey Gallo. I think that it would be a breath of fresh air for him to come over this way. It's like the, the fan base here is perfect for kind of his personality. He needs encouragement, uh, pressure and, and attack is like kind of not, you know, I, I study psychology. I know he's a good fit here. Just like we're watching Mercedes crush. Like he's great DH, you know, he can, he can catch a little bit if you need him to. Um, but to me, it's like get an athletic uh, average to above average, but plus plus defense can give you good ABs and let this bullpen and this and this pitching staff work. Andrew Bailey's insane. These guys are going to get better. So to me, also, it's like a mental focus. It's an energy and it's an upliftment of we're here to win. It lock in that focus and 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 pick it. You know, it's, it's like you got maybe even practice a little bit more. You can't overforce it because when you try to do something too much, you actually go the other way. Uh, but I really love some of our young players like a Tyro Estrada. You know, Luis Gonzalez has been fun to watch. Uh, I think we have like some young, you know, on the brink. And when they start winning, you start seeing the personality a little bit more. But it, Estrada has work ethic. He has instincts. So we got a lot of exciting things going on. Wilmer Flores, to me, is like he's a he's a dude that's ready. Um, I think he's going to do big things when we make this playoff push. And when we send that message by being buyers – it's going to be awesome. It's going to be epic. And, and you know, nobody wants Candy Lane. Like, obviously it would be great, but, like, sometimes going through this tough thing and then having a little faith when it was kind of tough and then making it happen, that's the story of a lifetime. That's the journey you want to go on. That's the, you know, what, what, what is it? The, the, the um, what did they call the 2010 team? The torture oh, baseball? Torture. This torture. is a torturous baseball season, and nothing was more enjoyable than watching that run. And uh, so, to me, I think we have an opportunity for one hell of a ride. If we make, I, I, if, we, if we can make, if we can make the moves. Yeah, I'm fascinated by sort of the idea that you're bringing up of how a move can revitalize or reinvigorate a player. You can speak it, to that. Like, it what, is an what, energy what that your, is felt. It is a ripple yeah. through the city, through the clubhouse, and through the stadium. 
But I mean for the player. Like, what was your experience when you were dealt? And and what it because it's not like you were struggling or anything at that time, but like how how is the player, the acquiring player, how is he affected? So the the player? Yeah, the like way, so yeah, the, the player that would be on the way in. Like you mentioned Joey Gallo, you think he might be revitalized by by a move. You can speak to this. Like what what was well, that? I, I just know the like? difference because I played in Philly and I played in San Francisco and yeah. like Different personalities are like, like for instance, the psychology 101 is like, you know, with your kid, hey, if you get straight A's, I'll give you ice cream. And it's like, oh, I get this good thing if I do good. And then you have another kid, hey, like, I'm going to take away your iPad if you don't get straight A's. So some kids will respond really well to the reward and some kids will will shut down to that. You know, they're like, oh, I don't really care if I get ice cream. And then other kids will be like, oh, I like I really want my iPad like. Like, like uh, I have to make a straight air or, 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 or fold to the pressure kind of thing. It's just like there's like a different – everyone know thyself. You have to know what you respond to. And I feel like Joey Gallo really responds to encouragement, really responds to – like I just remember being in Philly and like they're really hard on you and, and like everything is like – you know, it's just like it's intense. And then I, we lost the game in San Francisco and fans were like, it's okay, good effort, we love you. It was like this like completely different perspective. I was like – man, I am going to die on this field for these fans. That is insane. Like, you love me even when we failed? I thought well, I was worthless, you know? So, like, it, it, that kind of encouragement, I think, pushes a Joey Gallo. That kind of, like, I know, you know, just, like, there's, there's little things. Like, give Joey Gallo the freedom to have his beard back, you know? It's just they're different, you know, totally different organizations. I think yeah. he's going to be a good fit here. I know also we have Alex Berg. They can get a lot out of him. And uh, I've seen him be the best, probably the most talented player I ever played with. Like he has the pop, he has the eye, he has the arm, the speed, the flexibility. But, you know, there, and I also think that the Giants have a, and I'm not going to bash the Yankees or anything, but I, I know that we have a great mental team as well. And I think that that's a huge performance enhancer. I wonder if a lot of fans know that aspect of what you just said. Uh, in terms of why you've become so you like you and I think you know this you're like the favorite adopted son of this team and what I mean by that is you weren't part of this farm system but you're treated like a homegrown player and 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 I wonder if one of the reasons is because of what you just said like does your personality not just fit the city but was there something about this fan base that spoke to you in a different way a hundred percent. Like I felt like I was, I, I became free to be myself and you know, I'm a little bit weird. I'm a little bit quirky. I'm a little bit different. And I feel like that's kind of embraced here. And I was like, Hey, you know what? It's okay to be a little weird. And it like, it, <laughs> I, I kind of found myself through this city. It like taught me a lot. And honestly, I'll be real. Like not every player is comfortable here with that or whatever. Most really like it. It's a really wonderful place to be, but it was perfect for me. It was like, it, it healed me. It fit me. I love it. It's a home to me. It's just, you know, so um, I don't know how else to explain it. And, and I would say that like most of the players that, that it's a little bit tougher on are the ones that are from really like farmland or countries. And, you know, this is a big city. There's a lot of like buildings and stuff. And so they, they can feel compressed. And so you have to like deal with even that mentality because they're used to wide open spaces and, and farms and horses and, whatever the case may be. And there's a lot of baseball players that are from very country, very like, you know, 300 town people, you know, cities and stuff. So that can be a lot for them, the fast moving pace of a San Francisco. But I, I, this was a fit for me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, and you came from two different hitters parks, Houston, Philadelphia, and then you had what, and I wonder if you feel this, but the year after you were acquired was was maybe your best full year uh, offensively in the big leagues. And there's this thought, Farhan even spoke to us about it a couple of months ago, saying that they're still finding when they try to go out and get free agents, that there are offensive players who hesitate about hitting in this ballpark. What What is your perspective on this? Because it didn't bother your numbers at all. Well, I never was like, I'm trying to have a Hall of Fame career. I knew 100%, like, my numbers got crushed here. And then back then, we had the wind wall where, like, the wind was, like, horrible yeah. coming in. The fences were deeper. Like, I lost a ton of homers. But I was like, I'm not here to become, like, some Hall of Fame or collect stats. I'm here to win championships. Like, and this team is ready to win. The city is ready to win. And also, I kind of like that the games played at our park are played on playing good defense, running the bases, right. Pitching. Well, like, so you had to play good baseball and you played shorter games. So I was like, we're going to be more fresh in the, in the postseason. All that mattered to me was what's it like in the postseason. So shorter games, you know, less tax on the body. And also you're playing in the cold all season. So then when it becomes the postseason, and it's cold. I remember the nationals were all bundled up by the heater and wearing t-shirts, just chill. Yeah, I felt like it was just to me. I, I looked for every little advantage. It's like, ah, oh, we got an advantage. We're meant for the postseason, and I would speak that and put it in everyone's ear and just let them know, like, hey, they're cold. We're chilling. Like whatever it could be. But to me, that's why I love playing here. I was like, I want these short, close games that you have to do the little things right. I want to be in the postseason and be a little bit of an advantage. Uh, and, and I just felt like this was the spot to win, and uh, I was really lucky to be a part of two of them. Um, would love to hear bigger picture stuff from you because I can also tell in talking to you, and I, I think this is normal with how you look at, at a lot of things in your life, but you're really good at staying in the moment. So even like what you just said about the deadline, like forget forget what's happened, forget next year, go win right now. So you're staying in the moment. But we're, yeah, also, but- we're, we're working with a team that does a lot of one-year deals, and, and there's there's something that they're still trying to build with the farm system so what is your perspective on an eye to the future? Like, what does this team need that it doesn't have now? Uh, like I said, like right now, like and, and with an eye for the future, we have our prospects. They're good enough. And like, keep the ones that you really, really, really like and you think that are going to blossom into, you know, the long term whatever, but there's some that are going to be big leaguers are probably going to make it and probably have a, a, a decent impact, but not like this huge impact that you can't find with these one year, year players that are like veterans. You can find those people, you know, the ones that are going to be the, you know, the bum gunners, the Linscombs, the posies, like you don't, you don't trade those right now. Like you don't, but like, 
with regards to what we need, we need a left-handed bullpen arm that's a veteran that knows how to get lefties out. Like lefties, we can get through this inning with a lefty. And we have good uh, – like – but get one of those super veterans that's also going to command and uplift everyone around them because they have the knowledge. They've been there. They've done that. They know what it takes to prepare the process, which we have the coaching staff to do that. But it just helps to have a player as well that's somewhat of a player coach. You just need those athletes and those hobbies that have done that. Um, the acquisition of Javi in 2010 was like mon- like monumental for this organization. And his impact was way bigger than just what he did on the field. So find one of those. Find maybe one more arm that's going to – be solid, consistent, because we need a consistent bullpen. The bullpen's been like this. So two though, I think you need two of those arms, and you need you need well, like I said, one outfielder maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, and and if you really want to make a splash, like you get a Contreras, you get a you know, and and that like that's like you really really are, are like you're you if you can get Contreras and, and a lefty arm. We get like watch what happens. Like yeah. watch the the whole everything shift, the belief shift, the, the energy shift. Um, so, yeah, that that oh, those are kind of like my perfect world. And I know it's easier said than done, but buy, don't sell Rodon. That I'm screaming from the mountaintops. Um, get uh, you can find two relievers. I think that's that's very manageable. At least one, at least a lefty. I'm at. Yeah. Uh, you've mentioned the lefty reliever thing a couple of times. Were you surprised that, that they let go of Jake McGee? You know, I, I don't know all the details with that. Um, I'm not sure his health or, or whatever the case may be. So, yeah. But, I mean, Jake McGee was a big reason why we won 107 games last year. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. And you, um, need, another, you need another lefty presence like that. What is your perspective? You mentioned Evan Longoria's leadership, for example. Brandon Crawford's out right now. There's been so much talk this year about this team trying to figure out the leadership role now that Buster Posey is gone. What What is your perspective on that and how do leadership roles evolve throughout a new year? Well, I think like like Buster, they're going to question the leadership because Buster's gone because Buster obviously is like insane leader does handles a lot of things. You know, he's just, he's just like a, a player that you just can't ever, there's no replacing that. Like he's one of the best offensive players on your team and he's holding down the toughest defensive position. And he's exceptionally the best in the world at that too. It's just like what he brings to the field. And he's like kind of a rocket scientist. He's just a crazy smart player that can help out with little comments here and there that knows how to get like he just was the master of energy a master of playing a master of of grace and hand-eye coordination and that's just not really replaceable in general but they still have like leader Longoria has done it for a long time at a very high rate and he's a baseball rat and he does every little detail to the fullest. It's super fun. To, it was super fun to play with him. Same with Crawford. Crawford's not really super vocal, but he's a commander when he's playing defense. So the leadership presence is everywhere there. Uh, they just, you know, I think they just need a little push. I appreciate you so much, man. So bye, 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 huh? <laughs> I, 100 million percent. Yeah, and I know the, the realistic thing is like, let's like, you know, put our toe half in, half out. That doesn't get anything done. <laughs> Um, Thank you so much for doing it, Hunter. I appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you.